What is up everyone? It's Quinn here and in this video I'm going to be going through my week 8 tight end start sits, breaking down every single week 8 matchup, talking about every single fantasy relevant tight end, listing them as either a start, fringe option, or a sit. The starts are going to be the tight ends you really trust in your lineup. Not a ton of those at the tight end position, but there are going to be a few guys that are listed as starts. Fringe options, going to be a lot of these. These are like your back end tight end ones, your mid to high end tight end twos, kind of just like those guys that rotate as like the fringe options, your streaming tight ends. You never feel too confident, but you know, sure, they could potentially slide into your lineup and then sits. Obviously, you want to keep these players on the bench. Now, let's just dive right into the uh, Thursday night matchup. We have the Buccaneers taking on the Bills. For the Bucks here, going to be sitting Kate Otten, just not enough uh, consistent involvement there from him. And then looking at the Bills here, I have Dalton Kincaid as a start. I'm pretty sure I had him as a sit heading into uh, last week. So a huge jump going from, you know, a sit to now a start here in week eight. I just think he's trending way up, at least over the next few weeks and probably for like the rest of the season. He had his first breakout game in week seven, was targeted eight times, caught all eight of those for 75 receiving yards. And then his usage wasn't great. Like it's not like he had a 70 plus percent raw participation, but he was still very involved. And then we find out now that Dawson Knox broke his wrist, which just completely opens the door for Dalton Kincaid to step in and really increase his usage moving forward. I think at this point, he's probably at worst like a back end tight end one. And I think he has some mid-tier tight end one upside moving forward. We know he's going to have that uh, touchdown upside playing with the Bills. He should see more routes, command more weekly volume. I do think he's a start here at the tight end position. And he may actually just be sitting on waivers in your league, considering that he had kind of struggled um, prior to this week. Now, shifting over to the Sunday slate, we have the Texans taking on the Panthers. Now, Schultz has put together some really impressive games over the last few weeks. He still isn't locked into a super solid raw participation, which is why I have him here as a fringe option. But I think he's a nice like back end tight end one, um, high end tight end two for the Panthers. Really just nothing going on there at their uh, tight end position. Then looking at the Rams taking on the Cowboys for Tyler Higby here, he's running a solid number of routes. The um, targets are just so funneled between Cooper Cup and Pukunakua. There's just not enough to go around here for Tyler Higby. He's going to be a sit. Jake Ferguson is going to be a fringe option for me. I think he's someone who's probably going to increase in value throughout the season. He's had some solid target games. He's gotten into the end zone. He's going to be on a pretty solid offense. So I think he's a nice like fringe tight end one at this point, potentially with some more upside rest of season. Then shifting over to a divisional matchup between the Vikings and the Packers, TJ Hawkinson, if he is good to go, we saw him banged up in that uh, Monday night game. If he is good to go this week, I think he's a solid start. For the Packers, kind of a similar story with the injury concern. Luke Musgrave may end up missing this game. If he does miss, would just punt the position. If he can play, I do think he's a fringe option as like a fringe tight end one. Moving over to the Saints-Colts matchup. The Saints here, also kind of a situation that's going to depend on some injuries. So over the last two weeks, Taysom Hill has actually been operating as like a real-life tight end, not just a quarterback, like specialty player who has that tight end designation for fantasy. He has actually been a legit tight end. He's been targeted 13 times in those last two games. He's also logged six total carries, but that was with Jawan Johnson out. Now reports are saying that Johnson has a decent shot to play here in week eight. And if he's back, then we really don't know what Taysom Hill's role is going to be. And you probably wouldn't want to play him. But if Jawan Johnson ends up missing this game, you know, he stays out here in week eight. I do think Taysom Hill could be played as like a fringe option at the tight end position. 
And then for the Colts, pretty obviously just going to be uh, fading this tight end room. So sitting Mo Cox, who I believe led them in routes in week seven. Then we have a divisional matchup here between the Patriots and the Dolphins, and just not a great tight end matchup here. Hunter Henry, really impressive through the first like two weeks, has completely fallen off since then. His routes completely tanked last week. Him and Gasecki are in a full-on split at this point. Both going to be sits there. And then for the Dolphins, they're just not really involving a tight end uh, very consistently there. In the next game, we have the Jets taking on the Giants. And for the Jets, Tyler Conklin has actually seen some decent route participation. This is just not a good enough passing attack where you actually want to trust him in your lineup. Like if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback right now, I think Tyler Conklin probably would be a fringe option just based on his usage. But with Zach Wilson at quarterback, really can't throw him in your lineups. And then for the Giants, finally saw a big game out of Darren Waller. Good to see there, flashing a little bit of the ceiling. You continue to fire him up as a nice start moving forward. Then pivoting over to the Jaguar-Steelers matchup, Evan Ingram still not putting together like a high ceiling game, but still giving you a very, very high weekly floor. I think those touchdowns are going to come at some point. There really haven't been a ton of Jaguars passing touchdowns in general, which has kind of held back some of these weapons, but I still think Evan Ingram is a very solid mid-tier tight end one. And then for the Steelers, I'm going to be uh, sitting Connor Hayward with uh, Pat Frymuth on IR. Just really can't trust anyone behind Pat Frymuth there. Frymuth really hadn't even been uh, you know, making a huge impact, so you definitely don't want to now play the depth options. In the next game, we have the Falcons taking on the Titans. And for the Falcons, I have both Kyle Pitts and Jonu Smith as fringe options. I do think Pitts is the better option, but they're somewhat close in routes. Um, they're kind of in a, you know, a similar spot where you can't exactly trust the quarterback play, but they're both somewhat involved week to week. So I think they're both fringe options. Kyle Pitts is probably like a back-end tight end one. Jonu Smith is more of like the high-end uh, tight end two. And then on the other side with the Titans, going to be sitting Chig Okonkwo. Does not seem like Tannehill has a very good shot to play in this game. Avrabel said it was going to be some sort of combo of uh, Will Levis and Malik Willis, which could get really gross. I mean, really, the only Titans uh, pass catcher you could even consider playing is DeAndre Hopkins. And even then, it still is going to feel a little bit risky. So definitely sitting Okonkwo here. Next up, we have a divisional matchup between the Eagles and the Commanders. For the Eagles, you fire up Dallas Goddard. After a pretty slow start to the season, he has picked it up over the last few weeks. And then for the Commanders, Logan Thomas is pretty much like the definition of a fringe tight end. You could slot him in there if you don't have a decent option. If you have a better option, you know, you'd prefer not to play him, but he is potentially playable as like the uh, fringe tight end one. Next up is going to be the Browns taking on the Seahawks. And I have David Njoku listed as a fringe option. I would have him more as a start, or sorry, I would have him more of a sit if uh, Deshaun Watson is out for this game. Seems like Deshaun Watson's health is still up in the air. The quarterback play has not been good from the backups, so you really can't trust those guys. I think Njoku's probably like a decent option if Watson is healthy, but if Watson's out, I'd prefer to go somewhere else um, other than David Njoku. And then for the Seahawks, still running a committee here, uh, sitting Noah Fant. I feel like Noah Fant is kind of a tight end where in a different spot, he could end up being a decent fantasy option. Just really hasn't had the opportunity um, in his role here with the Seahawks. And then we're going to have the uh, Ravens taking on the Cardinals. For the Ravens, no-brainer. You fire up Mark Andrews as a high-end tight end one. 
And then I want to talk about uh, Trey McBride here because all of a sudden he is a pretty interesting option for fantasy. So he has seen his role increase over the past two weeks. Early on in the season, Zach Ertz was just dominating the snaps, dominating the routes out of the tight end position. That kind of switched up over the last two weeks. Like I mentioned, he outsnapped and out-targeted Zach Ertz in week six, and then they played the same number of snaps, but he also out-targeted him again um, in week seven. He's been targeted 11 times over the past two games, and now we just heard that Zach Ertz is going on IR. So he was in competition with another you know, solid tight end at this point in his career, and he was still earning targets. Now he's likely going to see an expanded role, should be getting those clear tight end one routes. Could definitely be interesting moving forward, especially with Kyler potentially coming back within the next few weeks. Something to look out for there. And you know, if Ertz comes back, I don't know if they're going to give him priority here, right? Trey McBride is the guy they're going to have long-term. They may even look to trade uh, Zach Ertz if they can. So I think Trey McBride is definitely interesting uh, rest of season. Then we're going to shift over to a divisional matchup between the Chiefs and the Broncos. Probably the clearest start and the clearest sit in this video. You fire up Travis Kelsey as the tight end one, and then you are obviously going to be sitting Adam Troutman. Next up is the Bengals taking on the 49ers. Also pretty clear here. You're sitting Irv Smith. You're starting George Kittle coming off a solid uh, Monday night game. And then on Sunday night football, we have the Bears taking on the Chargers. Now, Cole Komet is coming off of a terrible performance last week. You started him. He did nothing for you in your fantasy lineups. But his role didn't really change, so I'm not going to full-on panic. Decent matchup here against the Chargers. Teams can typically throw the ball against them. Obviously, Bajan's probably not going to go in there and you know drop a 300-yard passing day. But I still think Komet is relevant. He's also shown to be a red zone threat. So I think he's a fringe option like he's been the past few weeks. And then for the Chargers, this is a full-on committee here. Sitting Gerald Everett and sitting Donald Parham. And then the final game of the week, Monday Night Football, Raiders taking on the Lions. Michael Mayer, another solid game, um, you know, kind of separated himself from Austin Hooper once again. Doesn't have that, you know, locked in tight end one role completely secured. Like you'd like to see 70, 75 plus percent raw participation. Not quite there yet, but he's getting there. Getting Jimmy G back should help. So he's a fringe option for me. And then for Sam Laporta, you continue to fire him up as a very, very solid mid-tier tight end one option. And that is going to wrap it up for every tight end matchup here in week eight. We've got some decent starts, a lot of fringe options, you know, kind of like the norm here at the tight end position. But like I said, that's going to wrap it up for this one. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Hit that like button if you did. Check out the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Those are all up. Thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.